The podcast that you're about to enjoy is part of the Low Tree Studios podcast network. To enjoy more great podcasts like this one, visit lowtreestudios.com. From Low Tree Studios, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind, this is the Jason and Mindy podcast. My name is Jason. And my name is Mindy. Hello, wife. Coming up, a vaccine shot leads to a million dollars. College grads lack life skills, duh. Uh, People are tipping less, apparently. I've got wacky but true news. Uh, The proper way to drink beer, the most common household arguments. Ooh, let's see if we do those. And Mindy, what are you sharing? I'm sharing unwritten rules everyone should know and follow and things you should have learned by middle Mm, let's see if we've done that. Welcome those of you not listening live, because we are not live. So welcome those of you listening after the live show, which there was not a live show. So just welcome those of you listening, <laughs> period, <laughs> Right on your favorite podcatcher. And of course, welcome, Mindy. It is Friday morning. We took Wednesday off to uh, kind of chill. We were feeling a little tired. Very uh, tired. Not kind of. Yeah, long week. Uh, you know, of course, it was our anniversary week, so we... Uh, you know, I, I think that was kind of part of it. We lumped we lumped Wednesday into our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, busy weekend because we went camping and everything, uh, and that tends to make the rest of the week a little bit busier. Well, if not harder to come back to. Yeah, and we we left way earlier or way later from camping than we typically do. Usually, we leave pretty early. We get home early that we have some time to chill. We did not do that this time. Uh, we drove uh, all over the place, and, yeah. uh, and and we had some traffic. It was and a long drive home. Kind of hung Five out. Five hours. Yep. Kind of hung out at the campsite till about uh, I don't know. We left about one, I think, which for us is is late. But it was a wonderful weekend. Do you agree, Mindy? I do. Yeah, I do. Ourselves. And I I did like staying later. There was no rush. There was kinda, no rush. Yeah. yeah. Usually we're like throwing everything together in the morning to get out of there. One thing that's really good though, we've gotten really efficient though at, at packing up. We pack up pretty quickly. I mean, I remember the days when we used to tent camp and God, that felt like work. <laughs> it was work. You remember? We were grouchy by the end of putting uh, everything away. Dirty. The worst for me was um, taking down that stupid bed in the tent, Yep. rolling that thing up and getting all the air out of it. And then trying to get it back into the package. Yep. And then Strate- you still had the tent. Oh, and you had to strategically get everything into the back of the truck and all that Roll stuff. Roll up the stupid sleeping bags. I'm telling you, man, it's so much easier. We have a system. I do all the outside stuff. Mindy does the inside stuff in the trailer. And man, we get it done in like 30 minutes. Yeah. And it's not like it's 30. It's so we we could probably do the, I think in the mornings when we did the tent camping thing, it took, probably took us about an hour and a half to break everything down. Yeah. And you do it slowly. Uh, but it's, 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 it's the ease, those, it's the ease in those 30 minutes, right? It's easy. It really Compared, is. right? Comparably, all I got to do, I break the awning down and do My all that. My back the, doesn't hurt. Yeah, I you can just, tell you that much. You're ready to roll. And we've gotten a little more minimalist uh, with these shorter weekend trips. We don't have a bunch of stuff that we have to pack mm-hmm. away. So, you know, I used to be uh, one of those campers uh, when we tent camp that said, I'll never get an RV. And now that I do have one, I, Love it. I not only love it, but I understand why people have said that because tent camping's hard. It is hard. And you can still have that tent camping uh, sort of atmosphere if you do like we did and get a little bit of a smaller trailer, trailer, right? The smaller trailer, you don't, you're not really in, I'm not in it that much. I'm, I'm usually always outside. So my routine when we get up, I'll make the coffee, you know, take the dog, uh, which is nice, nice, even though we miss Bella, it's, it's been nice to have one, just, yeah. one dog. Um, cause it's kind of easier. easier. I, yeah. I just go take him. You know, we don't have to both go, you yeah. know, it's, it's just a lot easier. Uh, so that's nice. I think that's going to be a standard from this point forward. One dog, even though I'm sure for him, he's alone all day and alone a lot, but, um, anyway, it's a small enough trailer so that you're really using it for sleep, showering, you know, getting your food, but we don't even, we don't eat inside ever. Like my, and, and like I was saying in the, in the morning, I, I make my coffee, I make some toast and I go outside and sit. Yeah. I'm outside. Uh, now I enjoy the trailer a little more just because I like to lay in bed a little longer mm-hmm. and I like, but I do like it when you open the door so I can still hear the birds and whatnot, but I'm laying in the bed. 
Yeah, you do, you lay in the bed and turn the TV on. <laughs> well, this that's is... <laughs> only if we're staying in an area that we can do that. Yeah. I so, like to watch the news. I don't I'm not watching TV, folks. Let's calm down. No, yeah, it's not like it's I just, just watching the, the news. It's just something in the background, and I and I can't really say much because I go out and look at my phone and stuff out there. But, yeah. Um. But what well, what I will say is that I will likely I hate saying never, but I will likely not be one of those people unless I'm retired and touring the country. I will likely not be one of those people that has one of those home on wheels. Yeah. RVs like we're, this thing is literally as big as some people's houses. Um, so yeah, that's, that's likely what I will never have, but yeah, I never said I'll never get a a trailer. I, I always was like, fuck, it's so hard to camp. What was getting worse about it, right? Is that you, you, you can't do it. You can't do a two day camping trip when you've got all that shit. No. Especially if it's just two of you. Yeah. You know, um, Francis, by the way, uh, getting updates from Francis. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is he's golfing. Our, our good friend Francis is golfing at Pebble Beach right now, which really is really nice. Which is in Carmel, and it's cool because um, you it's got a tee off camera. You can watch him tee off. So and they have a little practice putting green camera. So we're watching him practice his putting. Uh, he just said that he bogeyed the first hole, which is really good. Wow, that's a professional golf course. <laughs> and he bogeyed it. That's really good. Although he did take a breakfast shot. Breakfast shot, if you don't know anything about golf, is uh, it, it, amateur golf, that is, just people who like to play recreationally, is, oops, that didn't go well. Let me take another. Oh, I And see. We, we allowed ourselves one breakfast shot. Like when we, when we played in Vegas, we allowed ourselves one breakfast shot. Like if it was just a, such a bad shot, you got one, everybody got one breakfast shot. Why do they call it a breakfast shot? Because it's like, oops, that one didn't go well. Or I don't know why he calls it a breakfast shot. Uh, I don't know why they have it has that terminology. Yeah, it doesn't but that's, really clear it up. But yeah, that doesn't. But yeah, it's it's a it's a mulligan. They call it a mulligan. Mm. Like oh, that was a bad one. You get one of those around. So bogeying the first hole at a professional course is really really good. Anyway, we had a good nice trip. You can't do two day trips when you're bringing a load of fucking tent equipment. But no. people do it. There they was people. There was people right next to us camping. But they had an army of people was, to help them. I was gonna say like the Mexican people. We when we because we camp a lot and we uh, where we camp in Pismo. There's a lot of Mexican people that come camping, mm-hmm. and um, I love the way they camp. They just fa- whole families there. Yeah, and they cook all day long. And all it day smells long. freaking yep. delicious. And they they set up fast and they get this little village set up uh, uh-huh. it, it, they they know how to camp and and they do, they'll they'll come up for one day dude and that's you know okay so just so people understand when you camp that's what you do you people watch you, that's what i love doing that and that's my one of my favorite things it's super fun to watch other people come into their sites and mm-hmm. how they camp and I don't know. I don't know why. But I don't we, know why I take it, it, but I think other campers and I see other campers watching other campers too. We, we just like yeah. to watch people camp. I like to watch people having a good time. It's one of Me the things too. I enjoy. So, but back to them, uh, they had a whole village. Oh, down, tons of people, and cooked all day, all day, and. It's almost like the moms and the grandmas are cooking and oh my gosh, the smells and the, oh, and the grandpas. Okay. When we were camping with your folks, yep. we went to their site and there was some people behind oh, they were them. Good food. They, 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 your parents were cracking us up because they said they cook all day. That's what they were doing. They cook That's what all they do. day long. And I love that simplicity, that simple, like you're going, we're going out here just to just to be, have another place to chill and cook and enjoy family. And that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I love about camping. You yeah. know, um, I'll never stop. I, I always, always will enjoy camping the rest of my life. But so where, where we were going with that is Mexican people, they don't give a shit. Yeah. They bring a whole bunch of stuff and they get it up within a matter of minutes. Well, yeah, there's, there's, and they're there, set up like it's a, it's a family event for them. So there's, a whole family there to help and said all that true. stuff when it's just you and me yeah it's you and me and it's like <laughs> nah let's get a trailer let's i'm so a- glad we got that damn trailer to tell you that uh well, let's get into our show some segments right off the top here uh, a texas man who received a free scrap what look at this look at this uh incentive to get a, a vaccine a texas man who received a free scratch off lottery ticket 
when he got his COVID-19 vaccine in Arkansas, ended up claiming a $1 million jackpot. Gary, Gary, <laughs> Gary Smith was visiting family in Arkansas last week when he when they decided to get their second doses of the vaccine at a local health department office. Smith said he was told his vaccination proof could be used to obtain a $20 scratch-off lottery ticket for free. Smith said he couldn't believe it when he scratched off the $1 million spectacular ticket and revealed uh, revealed the $1 million top prize. Wow. To get vaccinated. And then he died of COVID. Uh-uh. Yep. He got the vaccine and he got real sick and he died. But he had a million, at least he won the million dollars, right? Are you serious? No, I'm not. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Just kidding. So how about that? <clears throat> a survey of recent college grads finds 80, 81% wish they were taught more life skills before graduating. Hmm. The top things pollsters feel left in the dark on included how to invest, long-term financial planning, and the best ways to manage their student loan debt. <laughs> I was listening to something the other day. Uh, it was Mike Rowe. I don't know if Mike Rowe, I love Mike yeah. Rowe. Mm -hmm. He um, does not believe it. He doesn't believe in it. He believes that we're, we're uh, you know, we're, we're encouraging kids to, get to, to, to go to college. They, that they, we're telling them that it's the, the, the best way that they're going to have a career in the future. Um, and and in, in, in the meantime, we're losing skilled labor you know, trades yes. and stuff like that. There are trade schools that'll teach you how to do those things and you can make really good money. We know that because we work for a company that pays people really well. If they know a trade. If Well, and and, and you're talking about like electrical, mm -hmm. you know, uh, manufacturing of any kind. Painters. Uh, those dudes where we work have done well for themselves. They Many, many of them have retired millionaires. Yeah, I don't know why... You, I, you know, I, yeah, I don't get it. I, let me just clear up that thought. I was like, I don't know why we don't push more trades, trades, because in a company like we work, there's so many trades that are needed and they pay a lot of money for those people. Well, well I'll just say this, uh, but they push college instead. They do. And you don't, you don't need it. I'll tell you, I, and I, I'm an example of the fact that you don't need it. Okay. I've learned a lot about myself in this new job, more mm. more than I thought I realized mm. the skills that I had, right? So uh, working in this environment, it's 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 stressful, it's it's dynamic, you know. Um, and it's because it's relatively new, the program I'm in, it's a little unorganized. And what I realized about myself is that I like things very systematic. And I think that they should be systematic in order to work properly. Chaos doesn't work. And I, I try to manage that chaos into a, a system. Mm -hmm. I try to put it into a system. I didn't go to college. For right? that. I didn't go to college. That's It's just a me thing. It's yeah. an instinctual me thing. And it's, it's years of experience in the field. And I've already, and again, not tuning my horn, I've already created initiatives within our group that have improved it dramatically improved it a lot without you know, that without, degree. without a degree. And it's just, you don't, it's unfortunate that we put so much emphasis on it. And you, you get into this cycle now mm. where because you've stressed the degree, now companies feel pressure to hire people with degrees, with degrees mm -hmm. and move people along the company with degrees. And the people like myself who have years of experience and lots of skill uh, are, are going to be a little bit left behind because we didn't go and get that degree. It's fine. It'll take me longer, and I'm going to push, push, push. But it, it just, it's just, it's unfortunate, it is you know, really. that we encourage people to go down these it's roads. It's the same thing with where I'm working. I come with a lot of work experience, years, and I have skill from those years. But I, and I only have my associates, and they want me to have this piece of paper that says I have a bachelor's. To do a job you're already doing. Yes, and I'm already proving yeah. that. Not only have I proved that I've moved four times, but that I'm also doing the current job that they asked for the, you know, degree with. And I'm most likely learning another job that has to have that degree. See, what, so why? Well, I, I, I'm not saying that you don't get those 
skills. And I'm not saying that it doesn't teach you how to have, how to push through challenge. I think that's really ultimately what school teaches you because I don't believe that we retain much of what we've learned and actually apply it unless you're in a trade school, which is different. Different. Right? Yes. You're going to apply that knowledge. Yep. It's 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 actually useful Book knowledge. Stuff you lose. The reason why a, a trade school is so much better is because it's focused on mm-hmm. what you're actually going to do. Four year universities, you're learning s- thousands of things that you're never going to use, ever. I know we've gone way off topic with this, but now you you kind of open this up, and I think, you know, if I were to go back and think about the things that I actually I have used that I took in school that I have applied. And that I don't know why they don't teach more of is learning how to balance a checkbook. Mm, but that's I didn't learn saying here in this article. Yep, go ahead. And um, computer skills. Computer skills. I think typing. Typing. Ex- learning how to use Excel to its maximum mm-hmm. capacity, uh, which I do believe you learned some of that in college. Uh, not a lot, but you. Uh, I did. I took it. Okay, so you do learn that, right? Mm-hmm. And those are the things that you'll actually end up l- using. Communication. Communication's another really good one. Uh, managing people. Uh, I, th- I wish they, they taught that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But what ultimately what I think school does teach you, and I think anyone who has a degree will probably agree with this, unless you've used that degree specifically for what you're doing now, which most, most people aren't. Right. Most people aren't. Um, I think what it does teach you is to push through difficulty. Right. Right. Because it's not easy to, to go to school, and especially if you've worked a full-time yeah. job and you're going to school. So it teaches you that grit. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that you do have that, but you can have that grit without it. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's get back to this. Uh, further, a further three. Okay. Let me go back. Where was I? The, the top things, pollsters. Okay. Going back, they wish they learned how to invest long-term financial yep. planning and the best ways to manage their student loan debt. A further three in 10 regret not learning how to budget. Mm-hmm. Nearly one in five, 17% college grads polled still don't know how to cook or do their own laundry. Yeah. It's not the college's responsibility. Yeah, but it, it, it's, they need to bring back the home ec classes. They need to put in like, when you're doing math skills, unless you're learning it for a particular craft or um, uh, what, what did you call that? Trade. Trade. Mm-hmm. Then really what your math skills should involve is classes that teach you financial responsibility. Right. I, I think that that's highly important. But listen to this. 26% all are also feeling lost when it comes to basic apartment maintenance too, like unclogging a toilet or resetting a Wi-Fi router. Are you kidding? This is common sense street smarts. This is what happens when you say, oh, you got to get a degree. Are you kidding me? That's the stuff you learn by being a responsible homeowner. Human. Or yeah, human. Yeah. Are you kidding? Resetting a (laughs) Wi-Fi router. Uh, Anyway. Yeah. You know how to do a PowerPoint presentation, but you don't. My Wi-Fi went out. What do I do? (laughs) Idiot. Anyway, let's move on. This one's a little long, so I apologize. When stay-at-home orders forced many businesses to shut their doors overnight in spring of 2020 and left workers in the service industry in a complete lurch. I love that word, lurch. Uh, Many customers stepped up and tipped generously. We did. Uh, A lot of patrons started tipping restaurant staff even when they picked up their own takeout. I still kind of do that. Uh, now that the the pandemic restrictions have gone by the wayside, people are reverting to their pre-pandemic tipping patterns, which are often inconsistent and less than generous. In fact, tipping patterns in June 2021 were almost identical to what they were in 2019, according to a new survey from Bank Rate. In some categories like restaurants and food delivery, the percentage of people who always tip their servers actually decreased by a few points at sit-down restaurants only 75% of people were tipping all the time. Only 59% of people always tip their food delivery driver, uh, down from 63 pre-pandemic, and just 23% tip at coffee shop. I rarely tip at coffee shops. No. I don't do that. Versus 24% who did so in 2021. I'm not doing that at a coffee shop. I only do it at a restaurant because I feel like I have to. 
I'm only doing it in any place if I'm being served at a table. Well, we've talked about, yeah, right. I still, though, during the pandemic, I did tip for pickup. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I still sort of do, but not as much. I'll do like, I'll do maybe whatever the tax amount was. I'll just yeah. do that instead of doubling the tax, which is what you do if you're going to tip uh, normally. But yeah, um, yeah I, 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 you know, we've talked about tipping before. My rule for tipping is 15% if it's an average, right? Server. And then tw- I go up to 20 if they're really we good. We went up to 25 the other day. Great, great server. Yeah. She was amazing. Yeah, we did. And, and I think you should. But I'm still tipping. I'm, I'm, everything's normal for me. I, I don't know why people don't tip. I don't know either. It's kind of rude. But I'm not tipping a coffee person. I'm not doing that. Really? No. That's like a ba- to me. That's like a basic retail job. I was gonna say it's more like a McDonald's yeah, job I'm because that. you're 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 just doing a service. If you want to be, you're you want to, you know, go up, then then go to a restaurant or be a server at a restaurant where you're yeah making tips. Yeah. I'm just not doing that. Plus they probably make a little more on minimum wage, right? Cause they're not, they're not the, 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 the whoever's hiring is not considering the tip. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, that's it for that. Let's move on to the others. Who's calling us? Uh, I'm getting a lot of these scam calls lately. Mm. Yeah. I like it. Me neither. And I'm, eh, anyway. Why do we get those? You know, you never used to get those. You, you remember when you had a landline and you're like, ah, oh, here comes another call. You never, you always screened your calls. Yep. You never even answered it. And you're always happy because your, your cell phone never got those. Now all our cell phones just get those all the time. Yeah. It says Leona Valley. And I know I don't know it. I just keep blocking them all. And it seems like it's getting, they're getting harder to they're, contact they're, me because on your phone, you can block those calls. Yeah. So they try other lines, of, I guess. And I bet if you called it back, it'd be someone's I actual did. phone. No, well, yes, but it does this weird thing where I don't even think it rings. Like it, it picks up and then it, it like hangs up. I feel like they're borrowing other people's phone numbers. I think I mentioned this before, but I got a call from some lady asking if I called her. I was like, no, That's I didn't so call weird. you. Like, like, like my phone got used for one of those. Uh, my phone number got used for one of those. Uh, all right. Next thing here. Wacky but true news in England, three men broke into a storage facility and attempted to steal some weightlifting equipment. They must have really needed it because the men were unable to lift any of the heavy weights and got away with absolutely nothing. Mm. Uh, In Britain, an 86-year-old woman withdrew some money from a cash machine before heading into a supermarket. While shopping, the lady was approached by an unknown female who grabbed her cart and demanded the money she had withdrawn. The 86-year-old defended herself by repeatedly hitting the female offender over the head with her packet of bacon. Wow. The thief ran off. Just getting slapped with some bacon. Yeah. It's pretty good. Nice. Uh, I think Hopefully, it wasn't frozen. That'd hurt. What? Do you freeze bacon? I don't yeah. think you do. Do you freeze it? Yeah. You don't buy it frozen it. though. No. Usually, it's just refrigerated. But I, if I'm buying a couple packs of it, I'll freeze one of them. Well, yeah, but that's at home. This yeah. was uh, she was at the store. No, so she got. So it's not frozen. It was a wet slap. Yeah, she got, well, well wet. probably a, in a box though. Yeah. She got slapped with bacon though. You know, like you know how it flops around. I it's do. In plastic. Uh, a property <laughs> in. Uh, A property on the market in Shrewsbury, Ontario, Canada, has some real advantages. It's only $79,000. It's nearly 20 acres, and the neighborhood is said to be quiet. The specific location on Brock Street must be especially quiet because it is in a uh, bay of Lake Erie, not on, in the listing notes. This property is presently underwater, but could have endless possibilities in the future. (laughs) Gonna buy a house underwater? Really? Yeah. Who's gonna do that? I don't know. Better lower that price to a dollar. Uh, last thing: a patrolling police officer in Madisonville, Tennessee, couldn't believe his eyes as he watched a male subject run circles around the Waffle House without a shirt at 3 a.m. Uh, well, it wasn't the running around part, really, but was, but what? Michael Ray Harmon told the officer he he was doing a rain dance. 
Oh, and by the way, there was a monster inside the Waffle House. Harmon was charged with public intoxication, resisting arrest, and giving a false report to an officer. So he thought there was a monster, and he was doing a rain dance. He wanted rain. Yeah, he was drunk. <laughs> and, and this made our news. Wacky but true news. Yeah. <laughs> It's entertainment news with Mindy. You're gonna get yourself some entertainment news. First up, The Voice is coming back this fall. On social media, NBC announced that season 21 of the show will premiere September 20th. Kelly Clarkson. Blake Shelton and John Legend will return to the show's panel of coaches for another season. Blake is the only coach who has taken part in every season of the show since it originally aired in 2011. Nick Jonas was a coach on the last season of The Voice, though he won't be participating in the upcoming season. Another pop icon is taking his place, Ariana Grande. Oh, Ari- Ariana Grande is taking, taking mm-hmm. the place? Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. In other news, Billboard has ranked the highest earning artist of the past year, June 2020 through May 2021. Taylor Swift was the highest paid, and she did it without any ticket sales. Wow, that's impressive. Taylor Swift comes in at $23.8 million. Post Malone, $23.2 million. He's well, not too far not behind. not far behind at all. It's a tie almost. Celine Dion, seventeen point five. Does she still have a Vegas thing? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't know, though. Eagles, 16.3. Billie Eilish, 14.7. The Eagles yeah. are still making all that money. Yeah, oh, that, my God. Isn't dude. that crazy? You never have to worry about money again. Yeah. Drake, 14.2. Queen, 13.2. Yeah. The Beatles, 12.9. Yeah, they'll, they'll always make money. Yeah, that, isn't that awesome? Yeah. This is the first time the Beatles have made Billboard, Billboard's Money Makers ranking. A large percentage of revenue came from selling higher-priced reissued vinyl albums, mm. and that was bolstered by the fact that the Fab Four have locked in a royalty rate of 50%. Ooh, that's great. Young Boy Never Broke Again, uh, Oh, I, I guess that's the name. I don't know who that is. 11.9. Mm-hmm. And Little Baby, 11.7. And nice. lastly, Netflix revealed Tuesday that its big streaming hit of the summer was Army of the Dead, which was streamed by 75 million accounts in its four weeks of release. I never saw it. I know. And Fatherhood, a, dr- a dramedy film starring Kevin Hart, had 74 million streams in its first four weeks. Mm. The Mitchells versus the Machines was its most popular animated movie so far with 53 million accounts. Checking it out. Nice. And that, Jason, is your entertainment news. Thank you, Mindy. Appreciate that. Hey, baby, you know the time has come for you to answer the question the question of the podcast it's coming your way real real fast yeah baby you know the time has come for you to answer the question i have an update for you sure i in the middle of this podcast have wondered do we have to change our phone numbers no when we get a new carrier no right the answer is no. How do you know that? I didn't know that. This is if you want. Because I just know that. You can, I guess you can exchange. No, you, we're not going to change your number. That's stupid. Imagine if you did right? that. How many people would have I to tell? I just didn't know because we've never changed our service. So Mindy's talking about because we're, we're, we, okay, so Sprint, we had Sprint for years. And we had Sprint because we were we were on a budget. Let's be real. Sprint was cheaper than most of the other places. But they and were great service. Mm, Even back then they weren't. No, we waited for years to get 4G, if you remember. And we, we had three... Yes, Mindy. Everybody, when when they when the four G, she's looking at me. That's why I said yes. She, the, everybody had four G. Everybody and Sprint did, and we were waiting for the them to update the towers. It took years, and then finally they got it. And then it's been it's been fine ever since. It hasn't been amazing service. I didn't say it was amazing, but 
now everywhere we've gone, we had pretty good service. Decent. Not we never horrible. had like no blackouts. Not horrible. It, now uh, they've been bought out by T-Mobile and their service sucks. Now, that's T-Mobile on an old Sprint device, so I don't know if they're they're better on a newer updated device, potentially. But we're just done. We want the best service. We're going to change. Yeah. So we're going to go. We've heard Verizon's the best, so we're going to go to Verizon. It's a little more expensive, but you get what you pay, you get what you pay for. You sure do. I did want to go back on the Beatles thing, uh, how they're, they're still making money. It's interesting how royalties work, right? Um, the, the You get your royalties for the songs for your entire life. And then your family gets it 70 years after you pass. Really? Yeah. So you still get royalties. That's and then, a fun fact. And then after those 70 years, the record company probably just gets all that money. But uh, so wow. the family still gets much of it for a long, long time. I don't know if that's changed, but last time I, I remember when I was doing the ASCAP thing previous with bands, ASCAP is a, they collect money for artists. Um, it was 70 years. Hmm. All right, let's get into the question of the podcast. It is this, and I have it in front of me. If you could have front row seats to any concert, who would you like to see? Um, well, I've already seen some of my most favorite already. So with that said, ones that I have not seen, I would love to have seen Stevie Nicks or like Fleetwood Mac. I don't even think they're together, but you know, if they ever did a, show that would be pretty cool yep um trying to think who else i mean let's let's have some fun with it we can just say dead or alive right uh that's kind of a fun one okay Um, dead or alive then that would be them this is just for us because we didn't maybe the cure they're not dead but yes do they are they active absolutely they still tour oh okay we'll see cure would be awesome i agree i would love to see the cure we have not been to a concert in years you and i but we are just, about to see Sting. Just our own, just the own that the band's the band's been a part of. It's yeah. the only concerts we've been to. But yeah, we're about to see Sting, and that's on my list. So that that would the the Police mm-hmm. uh, or Sting. I uh, would love to see Garth Brooks front row. Um, I would love to see uh, Ooh, Miranda Lambert. The the I would love Miranda Lambert would be great. I'd love to see Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm. Um, and I would love to see if I'm going to see Bob Marley. Okay. That would be pretty awesome to see Bob Marley perform. I would just be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. 311 would be fun to watch. Going deceased again, Sublime would have been cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, those are those are my band. Those are my very cool front row seats. Well, let's see what the socials say. Yep. Angie said the revivalist, David Shaw. I believe those are Christian bands. Oh, by the way, Dave Matthews band I would like to see too. Oh well. yeah, 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 yeah. Can't forget them. Yep. Sorry. Sorry to step on Angie's there. Go ahead. Rick said The Kingdom. I believe that's another Christian band. Hmm. Uh, Luke Bryant. Or the, oh, Carol said Luke Bryant or Kenny Chesney. Mm. Um, and she also said in the old days, Bob Seger. Good choices. Yep. Carol Chapel, Another Carol. Said Pink Floyd, the original lineup. Yeah, that'd be good. Tina said Garth Brooks or Judas Priest. <laughs> Fun First question. one I like, last one. Uh, Stephanie said Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Jessica said Radiohead. Uh, that'd be good too. Jesse chimed in and said Spinal Tap. He's being sarcastic. Okay. I, did, I was like, I never heard it. And then Jesse said well, that would be the concert. Mm. I don't know what he's don't talking about. about. Jim said, if it could be in the past, definitely Elvis Presley. Oh, yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, that is prime. Uh-huh. Laverne said, Eric Church. He's another country yep. artist. Richard McKeon said, one more time to see Eddie Van Halen play again. Oh, he's passed. Yeah, that would be a good one as well. Yeah. I, I'll add to that too. I'll say Chris Stapleton. I would love to see Chris Stapleton. Mm. I think his music is amazing. I spent, uh, I think, a Friday or Saturday morning weeping watching uh, one of his videos. God, which one was it? I forget. Oh, man. I'll look it up and let you know. But yeah, it, oh my God, the video is... Yeah, I, I shared it with you. You never I even never looked, looked at it. I never looked at it. Oh, it's such You'll a good song. you have to share it again. Good song, but even harder to watch video. And I know I'm not sharing what it is, but... Well, I have two more. Okay. Uh, Christine Shell, which I think is Belle, said Eminem. Oh, yeah. I would never see a rap group. And Deuce said The Beatles. Mm, that's a good pick. Right? That's a good pick. I like that one. 
They were the start of kind of it all, right? Yeah. You well, know, modern rock pop. You know, they were as well as Elvis, you know, uh, they kind of started, I wouldn't say started, it all started, it all has, a, has an origin, but yeah, they were more on the, the shorter three minute pop songs, you yeah. know, uh, Elvis did a lot of that too. Um, but yeah, they were the ones that made it really, really, really big. Yeah. The, the song is, and look it up, Chris Stapleton, fire away. Look at the video. It's got 108 million views. Wow. Uh, oh, but be, be prepared to so tear up a bit. All right. Well, that is all I have for you. Thank you, Mindy, for sharing that. All right. The question of the podcast for next week. Oop, hit my mic. Next week is if you could have a conversation with a deceased friend or relative, who would you choose? Ooh, that's, that's a good so one. Good. Who would you choose? Uh, you can respond to the question on the Jason Mindy Facebook page or the Low Tree Studios Facebook page or live in the chat. We do apologize that we have been rather inconsistent, but it's it's part of the reason why I know we stopped doing the, the, the Patreon thing and we kind of lessened our grip on having this massive consistency. We do still aspire always to give you a podcast every single week. But if we miss a Wednesday, we do apologize. We do we want promise. That freedom. Yeah, we do plan to podcast this Wednesday at uh, We do this for free. So yeah. we we just needed that freedom. Yeah. And take the stress from ourselves. This is our hobby, even though we're, we're really good at it. <laughs> it is our some it people our may differ <laughs> it is it, some they may disagree yeah it is our hobby but yeah anyway you can respond on those in those places mindy what Wait, do you have to share? i have unwritten rules everyone should know mm. and follow let's find out topic what are some unwritten rules everyone should know and follow can you think of any mm. Uh, courtesy flush, always courtesy flush. Yes. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> so good. somebody walks in courtesy flush for sure. You yeah. should just do it wherever you are, uh -huh. even at home. Yeah. You know, just bye-bye. You know, I would say another one that people don't do, especially my wife is clean as you go, you know, <laughs> like clean as you, wow. clean as you go. Okay. Maybe you're talking about the dishes. Just in general, like as you go, you know, clean as you go. <laughs> I don't have time. Okay. That's a good All right. Well, rule. the first one up is don't watch loud videos on your phone at a restaurant. Yeesh. Buy some earbuds, people. Yeah. I don't even like to do that at home. I don't even, who does that in a restaurant anyway? Just pay attention. Really? Just anywhere. I would say not just at a, I wouldn't just make it exclusive to a restaurant. I would make it anywhere. I don't want to hear your stuff. It's no different than having, pull, having someone pull up to you at a stoplight and there's music. I don't want to listen to your music in yeah. my car. Turn it down, bro. Right. It doesn't need to be that loud. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. All right. Don't talk to someone on speakerphone while in public. Yep. Yeah. That's annoying. Why do you do that? I don't want to hear your conversation. Oh my gosh. You almost think you're intruding. You know what's even worse than that? I don't want you to hear my conversation. Why we're, do people think we want to hear... That we're that interested. But even more, like, do you want people to hear what you're saying to somebody else? I don't. No. And especially, okay, for for this is for me only, the conversations that I hear... When someone's out in the public talking on their phone, it's usually they're cussing out something. their boyfriend. Yeah, something. It's horrible. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it. For, for one, it makes you look like an idiot. Well, and you have no class. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I don't think everybody, sh I'm not a proponent of you being concerned what other people think of you. But it's more of a, per for me, it's more of a, per I don't want you to hear what I'm talking about. Why do you think that people want? Well, I'm just strictly talking like when I hear people like arguing on the yeah, phone. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I don't, exactly. I don't want to hear you bitching out your boyfriend. But what, but my, that's what I'm saying. Take it on. Why do they want you to hear that? Why do I, they want you to hear that? I have that's, no That's clue. the bigger question, right? Why are they okay with everybody hearing their business? I don't want nobody to know my business. I don't know. Anyway. Next one up is, if you borrow something, give it back in the same condition. Yes. 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 <laughs> if I show you a picture on my phone, don't go swiping sideways. Yeah, you might see a dick pic. Don't do that. <laughs> That's happened to me, by the way. 
not me. I was going to, yeah, when you me, had someone else. Uh, yeah, somebody else's. was showing me something and I, and, 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 uh, and, and they swiped <laughs> and, and, and quickly swiped back. I bet. Dick pic. Oh, that's so embarrassing. Very. Embarrassing. I need to, mm, I, you know who it is too. <laughs> You know who it is. I can't remember in the second, but yes, I know you told me. I'd like to tell his son. I've never told his son this story, but one day I'm going to. (laughs) I'm really close friends with his son. Oh my gosh. Mindy's whispering. (laughs) That's so funny. Okay. So if someone gave you, no, if someone is giving you a ride, you should be ready at the door before they get there. Yep. Don't make them wait. How oh, rude. Wow. Who does that? I don't never heard anybody do that. People do that. Mm. Double flush if you must. Yeah. There it I is. Did it. I did it. I hit one. If someone is wearing headphones, they are clearly keeping to themselves. So leave them alone. Yeah. Don't bug them. Buy a plunger before you need a plunger. Of course. That's like those life skills why. that, that yeah. students aren't learning. <laughs> uh, always give a wave of thank you when someone lets you in while driving in traffic. That's common courtesy. Yeah, I don't always do not, that, though. Yeah, I mean, they may not even see me. They're in front of me. Yeah. All right. Things me. you should have learned by, the, by middle age, okay. Jason. All right. Don't worry about what people think. They don't do it very often. They don't think very often, <laughs> you know, and I think people don't think about you as much as you think, think they do. Yeah. Right. Think about how much you're thinking about other people. You're mostly thinking about yourself and, and, and how you can be better or, or you're maybe self-critical and all that stuff. You're really, yeah, I don't, I, I don't care what people think of me because they well, don't. Well, if you're thinking that, don't you think they're thinking that? Yep. And so you are not even on their radar. I wouldn't even worry about what people think of you. Yeah. For every action there is there is an equal and opposite government program. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. That didn't go where I thought it was going to go. Yeah, yeah. Bills travel through the mail at twice the speed of checks. Isn't that weird? Yes. Isn't that weird? These are kind of sarcastic, snarky little things, but yeah, that, that is true. Mm-hmm. Like your check, like like that, like our DMV check that never made it to the DMV. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> what the hell. Eat well, stay fit, die anyway. It's true. You get hit by a bus. <laughs> no man has ever been shot while doing the dishes. Well, Not I don't my know. Man. If that's, I don't know if that's true. Who knows about I'll, drive-bys? I'll never shoot my man. No. Yeah, you do the dishes, you ain't going to get hit behind the head. You're going to you're <laughs> going to get assaulted at all. A balanced diet is a donut in each hand. Nope. Disagree. It's balanced. It is balanced. <laughs> especially if they're the same donut. Opportunities always look bigger going than coming. Oh, that's true, right? Mm-hmm. It's so it's we were weighing one a big one right now and it's true you 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 don't know if it's an until it's gone, you're like, oh God, we really missed that. We really missed that opportunity. Well, hopefully we but, won't be there. But. but what I mean is you, how many times does that happen to you? You go, uh, should I, shouldn't I? Then whew, it's gone and you go, dang, I should have. I should have. Yeah. Junk is something you've kept for years and throw away three weeks before you need it. Yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> yeah. Oh, crap. And your last one is though thou shalt not weigh more than thy refrigerator. Oh my God. Who does? <laughs> Those are, they're so heavy. They're so heavy nowadays. Thank you, Mindy. I appreciate that. All right. My first fun fact is Lils. a In a normal lifetime, a person will eat 200 pounds of peanuts. Really? Peanuts. 200 pounds? That's a lot. I don't think I've done that. I think you have. Huh. Speaking of food, mm-hmm. the caviar of the East. Bird's nest soup is made from the nests of the endangered swiftlet bird who uses its own Gross. solidified saliva to make its nest. That's fucking disgusting, dude. And it looks disgusting. 
but it's the caviar of the East. Fun so, fact. That's disgusting. Uh, I saw the uh, mother and father doves uh-huh. uh, where they made our little nest. I don't know if we've told everybody this, but we have uh, we have a, a, a heater, one of those outdoor heaters uh-huh. that's not being used, of course, because it's hot as shit outside. Uh, and, and and we had it there, and you were redesigning out there, re, re, reassembling the furniture, yep. and we couldn't move that because they made a nest on it. Yes. Uh, and so the, I, I went out there today, and both both the, both the father and mother are chilling. Nice. Uh, my next fun fact, uh, the top four most grown fruits in the world are grapes, bananas, apples, and uh, coconuts. <laughs> Those four. Hmm. Well, speaking of birds, Jason, mm-hmm. some birds have a special type of feather called powder down feathers. Mm. These feathers disintegrate and form a fine keratin powder which the birds can spread over its feathers to waterproof themselves. That's really interesting. I love these fun facts, and they're done. How to drink... A beer. Jim Coach is the founder and brewer of Samuel Adams Beer, which I do not like. This is how he drinks a beer. This is how we do it. Never use a frosted mug with beer. It dilutes the taste and can introduce unwanted flavors into the mix. I agree with that. Hmm. I agree with that. A frosted mug? Really? Yeah, one that's already cold. Okay. Uh, tilting the glass at 45 degree angle, pour half the beer. I think I've read this before because I do this stuff. I remember this. I think I've done this before. We're doing it again though. Til- tilting half the, gla- the glass at 45 degrees, uh, pour half the beer down the side and then the other half right down the middle. Uh, that kind of pour lowers the carbonation to the right level, he, he says. Uh, I've read this some, this is different because the other one said the same thing, but also the last half in pouring it down the middle releases some of the the flavor and the, yeah. and the smell. Into, and I think into that the, works, actually. It really does. Uh, when buying beer, look for freshness dates on the bottles. Beer begins losing flavor about four months from the bottling date. If you host a party and there is leftover beer in the fridge, it's okay to pull it Back in the cupboard. Okay. It doesn't go bad, apparently. Uh, that doesn't hurt it, that is. And finally, Koch says, or Coach says, before serving any cold beer, take it out of the fridge and allow it to warm up on the counter for five or ten minutes. Not doing that, buddy. No. Beer that is too cold loses its a complexity. Huh. All right, this is a good one. Uh, most common household arguments. Let's see if we have these. Okay. <laughs> so the topic was this. What's your family's most common household argument? A survey finds the average household has three arguments a day. Mm, mm. I know one. Mm. The good news is the research found each dispute only lasts around four and a half minutes. Uh, the most common household arguments. What's yours? Let's see if it's on well, here. Well, I, I know one that you are always yelling at me about. Yelling at you? Well, not yelling. Yeah, yelling let's strong. Be, let's t- take it down a notch. <laughs> I, um, I, I, you always tell me I'm born in a barn. Dude. Because <laughs> I never Dude. shut the doors when I'm going in or out. Dude. I, you go out for water. And, you, and the door is open for five minutes. No, it's not five minutes. How long does it take to get water? <laughs> it's so, he's so dramatic. It's not It's dramatic, like two dude. seconds. I grab a bottle of water okay, and I well, come back in. The only reason why I give you shit about it is because you'll go, man, all these lights are on. First of all, folks, most of our lights are LED. Don't use that much energy. It's <laughs> way more energy when you're trying to cool the 110 degree outdoor I know. with I your know. door open. <laughs> so what's some, what's, what are some of them on your okay. list? First one, leaving all the lights on yeah, Jason. when they aren't in the room. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You leave any room you go in and everything's on. The fans on, the Not lights really. are on. Oh yeah. Really? You Not really. 
<laughs> Not really. Mm -mm. Here's our argument, folks. Uh, someone leave next one. Someone leaving shoes in the middle of the floor at the doorway. We don't really do that, but Mindy does have no. her shoes throughout the week lined up. By the end of the week, lined up in our entryway. <laughs> About ten. Pairs. By the end of the week, there's six pairs of shoes. There really is. This, it's this like, is true. Mindy, can you put your shoes in the bed? <laughs> Uh, messy bedrooms. We don't really argue about that. Nope. Because if we did, we'd argue a lot because the bedrooms, oh, it seems like it's always it's a mess. Always like it's, a mess. it's our shithole area that we you just, know, and I always, frustrates me. Let's talk about that for a minute because I always feel really bad about that and I don't think I've ever really told you that because they always say like your bedroom is supposed to be your sanctuary, right? Yeah. But in a way it kind of is because we kind of live in our mess. <laughs> But I, I, okay, so I, I get where people are saying it's supposed to be someplace where you can go and relax. We relax in our living room. Yeah. We go to bed to sleep. So. I wouldn't say it's as messy as people think. People have this idea that it's super messy. Really, it's just, it's just like it's what just it is, clothes. is like clothes not put away. Um, you know, and they're not laying on the floor. They're no. laying, but it, it really is just clothes not put away. And Mindy's 655 empty water bottles on her side of the bed. <laughs> Yeah. That's about it. Uh, the next one, someone not doing their fair share of the chores. Yeah, yeah we don't really are. Yeah. No. Uh, we have our roles. We know that. Uh, not changing the empty toilet roll when the last one of it is used. Yeah, we have our own bathrooms. So yeah. if that's your fault, if yep. you do that. Heat or AC, too hot or too low. Nope. We don't argue about that. Mm -mm. Uh, a too full kitchen garbage can. Mm, I'm pretty all over that. The yeah. only thing I'm not all over is Mindy's trash can because I don't <laughs> go in there. No, but the, even the argument's not even about it's not that. Argument. It's that you will empty it and you won't put a bag in it. And that's your job. Frustrates I, I me. emptied it. You put the bag in. No. Uh, let's see. Dirty clothes left on the floor. We don't really argue no. about that. Uh, we leaving, have a hamper. Leaving dirty dishes around the house. Mm. Uh, I mean, I may not. We don't argue. But I'll go, geez, look at your tray. <laughs> and that's about all that's said. <laughs> yeah. And I do go, mm, yeah, I should probably should Her take tray, it. tray, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> you should take a picture of it one time. <laughs> like by the end of the, it's like it's the start of the week. We're good because we yeah, clean up, we, you know, we tidy on the weekend. By the end of the week, there, you can't even put anything you, on that tray. I think if we were to go out there right now, I'm pretty good. I did pick up. About three times last night. From but but I bust that fucking tray so much. <laughs> you do. All right. All right, this, I think you might have to trade me in. I'm sounding really bad. No, you're fine. Uh, this one is another one. Okay, this is one. Of, this is one. This is one for <laughs> me that I do get. This is legit. I do get irritated by this. Oh boy. Here we go. No, I do. I, I do. Leaving the dishes in the sink rather than washing them or putting them in the dishwasher. But I have a dishwasher. Dude, you're fucking so classic for this because I'll <laughs> empty it out. <laughs> and then instead of just put it in a dishwasher, you just drop it in the sink. I and then I put it in the dishwasher. Well, you're my dishwasher. So. Dude, that is so <laughs> annoying. Uh, that's like me not putting, it's akin to me not putting any of my laundry in the hamper. I don't mm -hmm. put it in the hamper. Just throw it all. I sprinkle it all over the house and you've got to figure out. No, I just leave it there. <laughs> We're getting nowhere. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I probably should do a better job at that. All right. Well, I'm glad we worked that out. <laughs> Moving on. I don't think you'll get this one. Cause we don't do this. 80% of couples say they do this before going to sleep. Hmm. They do this, so it's not brushing your teeth. It has it has something to do with pri privacy. Okay, that's all I can say. I don't think you're going to get it, but just throw something out there. We'll we'll see. Eighty percent of couples do this. Eight percent. Oh, eight. That's so a small, low. Small number. Um. Eight percent of people go to the bathroom. That'd be a higher percentage, I'm sure. Most people use the bathroom before they go to sleep. This one's not not something we've ever done. Maybe though, if we had kids, we'd do this. But it's lock their bedroom door. 
Oh, no. Yeah. If you had kids or you lived with roommates or, you know, yeah. something like that. But even even when we stay like at your parents' house, mm-hmm. we don't lock the door. No. We just uh, close it. Yep. Sometimes I don't even do that. Luckily, they, they have like a basement. So you feel like you have your own place down there. Yeah. Um, so that's it for that. Uh, moving on to Mindy's deep thought question. All right. So the question, Jason, and I did a little, um, I found a, like a little segment to go along with this to kind of understand it a little better. Mm-hmm. But the big question is, why do we remember some things vividly and forget other things entirely? I have a big problem with this. As a matter of fact, when I had my good friend from many, many years ago, she was talking about so many things that I have literally no memory of. It, it's quite amazing. I think it depends on a lot of things. Were you drinking? Were, were you know, did you, and I'm not saying this is you, but this is other people. Did Were you doing drugs at the time? It's not just that. Mm-hmm. Also, was it a traumatic time in your life? Yeah, for me, that um, would have probably right. been more the answer. Uh, I think our brain protects us from traumatic memories and holds on to some of the better ones that we have. Uh, I think that's a good thing because we don't necessarily want to remember things that are so damaging to us. Right. And we do want to remember things that were uplifting and fun and wonderful. So I really do think that's part of it. I think that we have a mechanism within our brain that protects us from the, 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 the harder, the harder memories, you know? And I'm totally in agreement with that. However, with things that some people like just really stand out. Like you could be having the same experience. Um, say I'm just going to throw something like you went to the fair together and it was such a great time. But for one person, they remember that vividly. And for like myself, this, these were the kinds of things I don't remember even being there. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. Uh, and I don't know why that is. Yeah. I think that's just, it's individual to individual. Some people have, the ability to remember things better. Well, um, I picked this thing up. It's seven of them. And I thought it might be kind of interesting to, to understand why. So, you know, they're saying, well, why do we remember certain things but forget others? Um, emotions affect all phases of memory formation. And they have seven of them. The okay. first one is attention. Attention guides our focus to select what's most relevant for our lives and is normally associated with novelty. Hmm. Nothing focuses the mind like surprise. Hmm. Okay. So for example, although you may, you may uh, thoroughly enjoy a particular conversation, the same conversation or second time around may be dull to you or someone other. Gotcha. Um, the second one is consolidation of memory. Most of the information we require is forgotten and never makes it into long-term memory. When we learn a complex problem, the short-term memory is freed up and the action becomes automatic. Emotionally charged events are remembered better than those of neutral events. Of, of so, course. Yeah, so that makes sense, yep. right? Uh-huh. And you'll never forget some events. Um, for instance, your wedding or something traumatic like 911, or the 9-11, 9/11 I mean. Yep. Um, the stress hormones... Um, consolidate that memory so that you kind of latch onto it. And then the next one is called a memory recall. Memories are of painful emotional experiences linger far longer than those involving physical pain. Uh, there is this uh, old saying that sticks and stones can break your bones, but words can never hurt you. To the contrary, evidence shows that hurt feelings could be worse than physical pain. In terms of memory, yeah. Yeah, and so that's... We, we talked about it. I mean, obviously you forget pain because people, because people get, ladies get pregnant multiple times. Mm-hmm. That's what, um, they're, they're, I mean, and yeah. fighters, fighters, you forget physical pain because fighters keep fighting. You know, it, it's, oh, that's true. you know what I mean? It's a uh, uh, emotional pain is probably, is probably much worse. Yeah. And they, they're saying my favorite uh, quote by Maya Angelou. I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. Yep. 
The next one is called priming. Past memories are often triggered or primed by one's environment. So your environment will sometimes trigger something. Mm. Uh, Priming refers to activating behaviors through the power of unconscious suggestion. Research found that people who are made to think of self-discipline by having to unscramble sentences about it immediately made more future-oriented snack choices than those given sentences about self-indulgence. I'm not really sure what that means, but I'm um, not really sure how th- to decipher that. I think it's like long-term versus Is it actually talking term. about food? No, it's just saying a research found that people who are made to think of self-discipline um, Okay, so further down it says, in this case, the goal stored in long-term memory is retrieved and placed in short-term memory. Similarly, similarly, (laughs) I can't hate that word. The concept of a library causes people to speak more softly. Hmm. Uh, It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's all good, though. Moving. It's all good. I think priming, though, is basically, if you think about it, your environment triggers things. Yeah, for sure. So, like, if you're in a library, you're, you're triggered to be quiet. Oh, if you're, if like Kim was trying to bring up different things in my past to help trigger maybe that memory. Mm. Um, yeah. Interesting. So mm. it's priming, uh, mood memory, uh, our current emotional state facilitates recall of experiences that had similar emotional tone. Yep. Blanking out. Stress can lead to memory deficits, mm-hmm. such as the common experience experience of mental blanking during a high-pressure exam or uh, interview. How many times have you taken a test and you just, like, forget? Stand-up comedy. I've been up yeah. there and forgot my jokes. Yeah. yeah. Pressure blanking does it. Stress does that to you. Anxiety. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and the last one is duration neglect. They call it peak end rule. The way we remember events is not necessarily made up of a total of every individual moment. Instead, we tend to remember and overemphasize the peak, best or worst moment and the last moment. Yep. Yeah, you don't remember the whole thing, but you remember the peaks and valleys of it. That's that's about it. That makes sense. So anyway, yeah, those are a few things that that we do to why we remember some things vividly and other things not so so much. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. Uh, And that's it for our show. No. Uh, I have quotes. Oh, my bad. (laughs) You just didn't like my segment. You were like, let's get this over with. Well, I didn't. It's not that I didn't like it. It's that I I didn't really uh, understand a lot of what was being said. That's the truth. I was like, I don't really understand what this person is writing here. Um, It didn't. Some of it made sense. Some of it didn't. But that's all good. Some of it is probably deeper, obviously. Yeah. Uh, But but I. Didn't dislike it. All right, let's move on. <laughs> God. I, I didn't dislike it. I just didn't. Uh, well, this week I chose the inspirational word on insecure men. Whoa. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Insults are the last resort of insecure people with a crumbling position trying to appear confident. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily. I think it's just I'm gonna. No, you're you're backed into a corner. You 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 lash out. If you feel backed into a corner because you're maybe a little insecure, you're you're gonna lash out. Yeah, it's more about insecurity, really, because men and women both have them. Absolutely. Anyway, um, next one is arrogance is the camouflage of insecurity. Yeah, that's really good. Next one, should you find yourself the victim of other people's bitterness, ignorance, smallness, or insecurities, remember things could be worse. You could be one of them. Mm. And last, This is good. I like it. It's yeah, good. Yeah. I like that one. That was good. And then your last one for the day is insecure people put others down to raise themselves up. Yeah, it's true. I think that's one of the things you need, you need to monitor as a person to... Uh, uh, one of the things that's a good sign of it is is if you, if you get into this comparing or feel like you have to justify mm-hmm. something, um, more likely it comes from an insecurity that maybe you feel like they see you as, as smaller or not doing enough or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. It's good. Good. Mindy, thank you. 
And that's it for this pre-recorded J&M podcast. If you'd like to listen to us live, uh, you can do so on CastBox every Wednesday when we do it at 5.30 p.m. Also, if you love what we do and want more of us and what we do, visit our website, lowtreestudios.com. A lot of shows on there. The links are provided in our show notes. We also have another podcast called The Difference Between Us. We have uh, Fine Tuning's podcast, uh, Bitches Whining. Uh, Wreck My Podcast is up on Low Tree Studios. Did you say the difference between us? I did. Okay. We did. Uh, you can check all those out right there on uh, LowTreeStudios.com. And of course, the difference between us is live. We did it last night uh, at 6.30 p.m. The show gets released on Saturday. And you can show, you can enjoy that on your favorite podcatcher. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. And thank you for tuning in to the Jason Mini Podcast, where we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from Malefasa de la Grande. Nice. Love you guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.